Amen. Still good to be in the house of the Lord today, man. Amen. Amen. I'll do just all your prayers today as we try to speak for just a little bit. If you want to, turn with me to the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Luke and read some scriptures there. And I've got a couple more places I'd like to go to if it's possible this morning. Amen. One place in the scripture in the Bible it talks about uh, well, Jesus talking about building a, or talking about a wise man and a foolish man building a house. One built upon sand, one built upon a rock, you know, and the storms come and took one of them away, didn't take the other away. Jesus Christ is our foundation today. Amen. I believe that very much so. There's nothing that he hasn't overcame. And there's nothing that we cannot overcome through his blessing today, through his help today, very much so. I believe that. I want to, we live in a time today, and I should look some more of these scriptures up, but in my mind, I know, I know they're there, and I may not get them word for word, but I didn't have time to do it all. But it talks about Satan. He's out there destroying. He's like a roaring lion going, seeking to find who he can destroy, you know. And how many believe he's doing that today? Very much so. I believe today, you know, we you hear wars and things like that, you know, and uh, I think one of the biggest uh, things today, if you're going into war, you would try to find the strong point of the the enemy and you would try to weaken it the best you could before you even started a war, you know, maybe. Amen. And to me, I believe the church today is what Satan is trying to destroy. And when I say church, this does not mean this building. To me, when Christ, you know, ascended up and the Holy Spirit came down and dwelt within us, when the veil of the temple was rent from top to bottom, we became the church. Because the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord, we are the temple of God. And that's what Christ is trying to destroy. Anybody agree with what I'm trying to say there? He's trying to destroy it. We come together today to worship God together. Um, somebody said, well, you know, I can stay home and worship God. Yes, you can. But the Bible tells us to community, you know, to come together and assemble together, not forsake the assembling together, but common, and I'll put this kind of my own version a little bit, to common worship Him. Amen. You know, and the, you know, anything, you know, if we... We are united today. We're stronger as a group than we are as an individual, Amen. my opinion. And I want to tell you today, Satan is out there trying to destroy us very much so. We don't like to talk about him near as much, you know, like we used to. We all want to talk about the great things going on. We won't talk about the blessings. We won't talk about this and that. But we've got to talk about the enemy. We've got to talk about him because he is trying to destroy things. Very much so. We live in a time today, and the Bible tells us, you know, and to give us uh, prophecies all through the Bible, all through the Old Testament, and through, you know, Christ told us a lot of things, you know, that would happen before we come back the second time. And we see that stuff happening today. And people today is, you know, over the last 20, 30 years, they got so smart, they knew exactly when Christ was coming back, you know, and they predicted it, you know, and, and people went and done 
stupid stuff and he still ain't come yet because the Bible says no man knows. But the Father only knows when he's coming back. But I do know one thing, he is coming. He is coming. And the Bible says, you know, um, we're going to have to stand accountable for what we do in this life. And according to scripture, it says, you know, and Jesus said, you know, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father except through him. Not through these old grove doors. Not through any church doors. But through Jesus Christ today. Amen. The most important decision you ever make in your life is to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Amen. That's the most important thing you ever do. Amen. We today, as we have... Assembled here together today, as I said, well, go, we come to worship God, and we did the songs of the song. It was so great. That was great. Now we come to the part of the service where I'm trying to bring the Word of God, and I'm, I'm going to do a great job at it. I'm going to try to do my best this morning. And if God's Word hurts your feelings, that's between you and God. Amen. You know, that's between you and God. You take it out, and with God, there's a good chance you're not going to win. There's a good chance. I've been down that road and tried it. I ain't won yet. But I'm holding on to one thing that's going to win. That's Jesus Christ today. As a pastor of a church, I've been here for so many years now, for 30-something years. And we have seen the church grow and over the so many years. It made just a little bit of history for some that wouldn't hear when we started. You know, it was probably maybe 15 people here when we started and these back, you know, this barrier right here, that was two classrooms right there and there'd been a lot of stuff done here all the time. A lot of stuff. Even, you know, one of the elders that was, been, was here when I got here and, and uh, he's done going on a bit to the Lord. He told me, you know, for years and I just had four or five people coming here and they said, you might as well shut the doors because, you know, this church I never amount to anything anymore. But God had a different plan. Amen. God had a different plan. And you can see what God has done. If you know me, there's nothing that I could not do what's been done here without the help of God. Without His help. He has built. He has built. He has blessed us with the, this building and another building. He's blessed us so much. But the most important thing that I think to me the most blessing thing today that you can feel the Spirit of the Lord here each and every time that you come. It's not about me, but it's about God. It's about Jesus Christ, him crucified, him went to the grave, and him rose again the third day, and him ascended up to the Father. And he sent his spirit back with the Holy Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost of God, it dwells here. He is coming back, as I said a while ago, one of these days, and we got to get ready for it. But until that time comes, we got a battle on our hands. We got a battle. Over the last so many years, you know, I think over the last so many years, 20 years, 25 years, we have got to a point that we have kind of kind of kicked it into uh, neutral or cruise control and said, you know, we're just going to let it go for a while. We really didn't get planned for what we're going through now. We really didn't think 
these things would ever happen in our country, in our land today. We didn't get prepared for them. We got slack on our preaching and said, you know, the devil is still trying to destroy. He's working every hour that he can to try to destroy the most important thing in the world today, and that is the church today. Amen. That is you and I. And we got back and we got slack. But the devil kept on working when we was in neutral or we was in cruise control and when we said, you know, we don't need to pray like we used to pray. We don't need to read the Bible like our grandfathers and great-grandfathers did. We don't have to do that anymore. Life is better. Stay with me. And we kind of let it slack. And you look today, what we're facing today in our church today, we didn't get prepared for what we're facing right now. We got slack. We got weak. Why? Because we let the enemy, you know, years ago, the devil, this is just my own personal opinion, I think the devil came to church and he stayed in the parking lot. He was afraid to go in. Why? Because they was... People that came to church back in the good old days, they come for one purpose, to pray, to worship God, to seek God. They didn't come to talk gossip and say, you know, I don't like him, he don't like me, and we separated on the sides and this and that. He was afraid to come in because Grandpa would be over praying when they would be singing and Grandma would be shouting. And the Holy Spirit of God would fall and Satan would be afraid to come in. Come on now. But into a time we forgot, you know, and we kind of kicked it in cruise and we quit doing them things. And Satan said, you know, I think I can go in and not be noticed. I can start doing these things and they'll never know that I'm there. They'll never know I'm there. We got to mind. we don't have to come to church. We don't have to read our Bible. We don't have to pray every day. But Satan every day is trying to destroy you. So that could make common sense today. We should be a prayer each and every day for the power of the Holy Spirit to live inside of us more than it ever has so we can keep the presence of the enemy away from us. Amen. Away from our mind. If you can control the mind, you can control the body. And that is happening today. So in the time Satan said, you know, I think I'll just go in and sit there a while. Nobody would ever notice. And before long, we got to communicating with him. And before long, he was welcome into our churches. Am I all right? He said, what do you say? How can you say that, Pastor? Listen to me for the next few minutes. Look at what we're fighting today. You know, if I'd told my grandpa Carlton years ago, if I, could, if I could go back, you know, and tell him what we're fighting today, he said, man, I can't believe that happened inside. I could believe it's happening in the world, but I can't believe it's happening in God's churches today. 
when preachers won't stand up and preach against the sins of the world today and the things that God meant so much and it was put so much emphasis on. And we sit back and let it creep into our churches now to a point now that preachers are afraid to preach against stuff today because it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. Don't shout me out of here just yet. And we're afraid to do these things. So he said, you know, to keep the crowd happy and to keep the money coming in, we're going to talk about all the good stuff that's going on. And it happened. We became weaker. We let Satan come in and bind us down. You don't blame me, at least the scripture to me. Let me read some of this just a little bit. Luke 11, starting maybe the 20th verse. But if the finger of God is cast out of the devil's no death, the kingdom is common to you. But when a strong man armeth and keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. Now to the poet, but when a stronger than he comes upon him and overcome from him, he takes from him all of his armor, wherefore he trusted. That's what I just got through telling you. Satan came in, he took away the things that we used to trust in, and he's divided them. He's divided them. But when a stronger comes in, and it says, you know, when a stronger comes in, he takes from him all of his armor, wherefore he used to trust in. Used to, you know, we have problems, you know, in the, in the good old days. We didn't get on the phone and talk to it about something with somebody else about it. Most of the time, the old timers would get down, you know, or they may call somebody or stop by and say, hey, we got to pray. We got a problem going on. Not on the outside, but we got a problem. Satan is trying to creep in on the inside. And we forgot the value of what, you know, life is really all about. To a point, you know, that we let our kids go to schools, you know, and they and went to a point that we got so brainwashed, we let them take prayer out of schools. You can't do that. But we let them brainwash, say, yeah, as you tell your child, don't you dare do this. Or, but you know, in your minds, you know, you don't have to just pray out loud. God knows what's going on in the heart. He said one place in the Bible, he says, you know, they worship me with their mouth, with their lips, but their hearts is far from me. You can't keep a child from praying. I don't matter where he's at, you can't keep it. You got to impound that, you got to impress that to a child or to anybody. You can pray. You can pray. You can worship. Then we got to a point, you know, where if it feels good, just do it. And look what the mess has got us into today. Then we started having babies born that nobody wanted. Out having a good time, you know, and this and that. But they forgot about the responsibility that comes along. The discipline that comes along. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. So we got to a point and they said, you know, we let the government take over and said, well, we'll just abort them. We don't want them. And we have aborted millions of babies over the last so many years. 
You remember God come one time looking into the garden. You know, he said, the blood is crying out from the ground. Can you imagine the cry that's coming out from the ground today because of the, and I put this in my own, my own version, the stupidity that we have let happen in our world today. Amen. In our churches today. Okay, I know I know how y'all, somebody maybe get mad at me. I don't know. I'm going to go on. I'm going to get you mad. I'm going to get you mad or not. To a point today, nobody won't stand up and say anything about it anymore. Why? Because it's creeped into our churches. It's creeped in. It's creeped in. But I got a, I got a scripture for that. If I can find it real quick. I believe this will back it up. Get the scripture for me. You got a Bible with you, AJ? I've got part of mine gone here. Look at me, Mark, third chapter, in the 25th verse. Mark 3 and 25. Mark 3 and 25. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pour it out. You know, we got to a point, you know, that we're afraid to say anything. Because we've got two different beliefs going on in our church. Now, let's leave the nomination out for just a little bit, okay? Denomination ain't going to get you nowhere. It's being a Christian today is going to get you somewhere. But the Bible says, this is Christ himself speaking, Mark 3 and 25, if you want to read that aloud. And if a house is divided against itself. Do what now? If a house is divided against itself. Do what? If a house is divided against itself. This is what it said. Read it again. A little louder. Come on. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. Why? Because it's divided. It's divided. 9-11 happened 2001. Nobody ever thought we would be, our whole history changed, our whole world changed. But it didn't change really from outside people. It changed from what we had. And they turned it against us. And they used our own stuff to destroy us with it. They took a plane that was full of fuel, our own material, and went through the Twin Towers. Y'all know the story. It was our own stuff. Satan has taken a day some of the own stuff and he's destroying us today. The church. Amen. I, I prayed over this. I've cried over this to say this one thing. I don't want to hurt nobody's feeling, but I just don't really to a point I don't care right now. Because they're church. No, say I don't care. Please don't go home and say I said I don't care. I do care. I don't care really. But this is a point. I never would have, you know, I didn't, when I seen 9-11 happen, I never thought that would ever happen. Tell the good time. I thought it'd be some, they'd take some plane from their own country and bring it in and destroy it, or the, the damages. But they took our own stuff. Satan is taking the own church today. I'm making what I'm trying to say. And he's turned it, and the bombs are coming in. I never would have thought and you got to use common sense today, okay? Amen. 
common sense. This COVID thing is real. It's real. I never would have thought a little thing about this big would destroy so many people in the church today. I'm not saying what, you know, I'm just saying, no matter what I'm talking about. I never would have thought it would have caused so much trouble. I was up at church, my wife remembered me up there when I was talking to the Pentecostal preacher up there, just been there a few months, and I said, you know, I've been at Oak Grove for 30-something years, and I never had such a hard year as I've had this last year knowing what to do. And he said, I, and the tears was coming down my eyes. I was sitting there in the store and I couldn't help it. Well, he said, well, you, I'm so passionate about God's church. And I begin to think maybe I didn't put it down straightly. I didn't get us prepared for what was coming. I underestimated the devil. But I said, it's the hardest thing that I ever thought since I've been at the church I'm at right now. And he told me, I said, I told some of my preacher the other day, I don't know who he's talking about. He said, my heart goes out to those who've been pastor for that many years because of what they're facing right now. Right now. Amen. Everybody still all right for a moment? Amen. What's this church? When I say church, I'm talking about this. Come on. It should be the most important thing that we fight for today. Do you understand what I'm talking about? It should be one of the most important things. But all this stuff happened. I'll say this, God help me. I wear a mask sometimes. I don't wear a mask sometimes. I will. I wear a mask. Will it happen? If I go into the hospital, I'm probably going to wear one. That's just common sense to me. I ain't saying one way or the other, but I'm just saying this. Why did we let that destroy our church today? I'd hate to stand before God. I know I may be getting off track. I hope not. And him say, why just keep you away? And then I run over, no, please, you all love me good enough. I love you all. Everyone here and say, my boy, I'll do anything for you. But I'm just saying this. If a house divided among itself, it won't stand. It won't stand. You know, to me, there's some things, and I just can't say a lot of stuff because it's just, I mean, it's just the way it is. It has ripped my heart out. And I'm just a human being. I didn't give my son to die for each and every one of you. I can imagine how it's ripping God's heart today for the way some of us in the world are acting today. How everybody's still like me, all right? <laughs> I mean, 
This is the most important thing in my life. This is this church right now. You ever want to hear the sound of my voice? I'd do anything for her. As long as it gets gold, this work gets the word of God. Come on. I heard a preacher this morning talking and he was preaching and he'd been up his Devin Bird song. He was preaching, I listened to him on the way over here. See, I still believe in God. I still believe what the Word of God says. I still believe in common sense. When you turn a light on, I don't care how dark the room is, what give away, what goes away. It don't make no difference. It's just if it, you can almost see a nerve, it just can't see nothing at all. You put a light on, it leaves. It leaves. I heard this preacher talking about this morning and somewhere and I might get everything just right with just a little bit what he said. He's talking about where the sun stays up almost the whole time, somewhere around the circle or something. He said, you know, and he, he Googled it up and looked at it. And he said, you know, in the time clips there, how they do that and fast forward minutes, and two or three minutes out, he's seen the whole, whole, whole day or 24 hours of it. He said, you see the sun, you know, coming up. And you see it rise over here and it starts going down. And he said, you know, look, just, just as soon as you think darkness was fixing to come, it start coming back up. Amen. Oh, you got to get what I'm trying to say. Come on, man. You got to get what I'm trying to say. He said, you know, the sun would come up, you know, and he's coming to this, and you think it's going down. And just as soon before it just went out, you know, you think it's going to be sunset, it would start rising again. I'm a firm believer today that God is still who he says he is. He is the beginning and he is the end. We live in a dark and awesome bad world today, seems like today. And just as soon as you think, you know, it can't get no worse, darkness is fixing to come. If we'll come together and get back to doing what the Bible says and for worshiping God the way he wants to be worshiped, the sun is not going down. It's going to start rising again. And it's up to me and you to look towards that today and say, Get glory be to God. I serve a God that is able today. I don't serve a God of darkness today. I serve a God that is full of light today and full of happiness and full of rules. He's got regulations and I'm here today to tell you I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm not holding my head down. Why? Because the sun is fixing to rise again. The Spirit of God is going to rise again in the church world today. You say, what are you talking about, Pastor? Why? Because I'm going to be a part of it. Why? Because I believe what this Word of God says today. The sun is coming up again. Praise God. Glory be to God. Once I was 30, I could really do it. <laughs> I got to get my breath, Lester. <laughs> Amen. Amen. This church, think about it for just a moment. You want to play something, have it. Just think about it. Christ died for this church. Amen. We look at the big church and well, you know, it's a big church. God knows more about them than he does us. No, he don't. He died for this church here. He died for this church. 
He died for you. He died for me. I'm here today. If we let Satan inside of here, I want today for you to tell him he's not welcome anymore. Come on. Oh, he's saying, Pastor, let's get him out. Let's get him out. Let's let God reign in our our services today. Let's worship him today in spirit and in truth. The Bible says a house divided by itself cannot stand. I'm here today to declare war. We're going to not be divided. We're going to be united, not by what I said, but why the word of God says. Why? Because we serve a God that is not a God of confusion. He's a God of love. He's got a hope. He's a God of peace today. So I'm going to close with this right here. Just when you think you know it's going to get worse, just put in your mind, picture this in your mind. As the sun is setting, you think darkness is fixing to come. Then all of a sudden it starts rising again. That's right. Have it. Read it. stand right now. If you won't come and pray, come on this morning right now. Just the Spirit's here right now. I know you know it's here. If you just want to come out and pray for any reason, you just want to come and thank God this morning. Just step out. If you want to pray, just come on. Let's pray this morning. Just any reason. Come on. They're coming. They're coming this morning. Anybody else want to come pray? Just keep on coming around. Just come on. This is how we're going to just send light, light shine through Jesus Christ today. Amen. Amen. These are praying. If you just will pray right by your head, pray right where you If you want to flip up your hand, just say, Memory Church, I need to pray. God bless y'all. God bless y'all's hand. God bless you. God loves you. He knows what you raised it for. Let's pray together today. Pray right where you're at, right in your own way. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you today thanking you today for this opportunity we've had to be in your house. We thank you today for your word today, Father. And I pray today, Father, today for the power of the Holy Ghost today to empower each and every individual here today, Father, that we can become closer to you and closer to the one another, that we tell Satan to get out of our lives, to get out of our churches today, to get out of our government, get out of wherever he may be, that he's not welcome today, Father. But I pray today, Father, as we look into time and look into situations, people has lost hope today. People has lost their peace today. People has lost 
their minds today, Father, but I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, you let your light shine so bright today that they know the day that there is hope today in you today, Father, that we have a future today in the name of Jesus Christ today, Father. We pray today, Father, we're more together than we've ever been today. We come for one reason, and to worship you today, Father. Worship you today, Father. Worship you today, Father. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. God, thank you. Thank you for what I felt your spirit this morning, Father. I thank you for it so much. Thank you for it today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you. We love you all. Um, remember things going on. Get to be here next Sunday, and we will, like we do every Sunday, we'll take up his, we'll give him a love offering and let everybody leave. You come prepared for that. Tell you what, we're not divided, amen? amen. Let's tell, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Tell the devil, amen. Amen. <laughs>